Is This a Ghost is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. Patrick, we made a huge mistake. Um, I was listening to the Witch of Saratoga episode today. Uh-huh. And if you recall, when we recorded that episode, we started um, doing very hyper-targeted ads. I did one right, for yeah. you, and then you thought yeah, maybe next Patrick Engine Optimized. Yes. Yeah, I recall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that seems to have gone over pretty big. And uh, my friend and oh, yours, no. Jordan Quattlebaum, friend of the show, <sighs> big-time listener, reached out. And his birthday, as we are recording, is tomorrow. Mm. And all he wants for his birthday is a really hyper-targeted Pickney Bend ad. So <sighs> it's going to be late. It's mm-hmm. gonna be about a week late for him, right? But uh, I think it's good. I think we can we can we'll make we'll do one that's that's targeted to Jordan Quattlebaum, mm-hmm. and that'll be right. good because it would take us normally three years to get to the Quattlebombs. Uh, yeah, e- easily, yes. easily. <laughs> so, um, so I thought maybe uh, you know you've met Jordan um, a handful of times. Certainly, you know Jordan, yeah, uh, absolutely, you know, fairly well. Yeah. So I thought you could sure. you could start us off here. And sure. go, go uh, <laughs> so Jordan, who's personally my favorite Jordan, and that's and that's again. Of all the Jordans. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. is among Michael Jordan. Yep. That is among uh, Jordan from The Great Gatsby. Uh, uh, I think there's a woman named Jordan in there, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, you keep going. I'm going to Google. Go ahead. Yeah, you should Google that. Um, and all the other Jordans. Um, what other Jordan? 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 Jordan Spath? That's someone. Who's that? Jordan Spath? Is that a person? Is that a Jordan? I don't think so. I can't talk and Google. Michael B. (laughs) Jordan? What? Also, way above Michael B. Jordan. That guy is just intimidating. Michael B. Jordan. I've never been intimidated. Yeah. I'll be honest. I love Jordan Quattlebaum. He's he's a great Jordan. Mm -hmm. Michael B. Jordan is pretty good. Okay. All right. Well, so to my second favorite Jordan of all time, and only the inimitable Michael B. Jordan. Um, I hate that you are correct that Jordan Baker. Is oh, a oh my gosh! Is it was that a literary reference? Yeah, that does make me I, real upset. Hey, Jeremy, cut all that. <laughs> <laughs> cut everything where Patrick knew more about literature than me. Um, that's not good for for my my whole thing. So, um, let's just cut that anyway. Um, you don't. You only know Michael Jordan. No other Jordans that you've ever heard of, huh, Pat? That's yeah, weird. That's the only ones on so Earth, as what, far as I'm concerned. Uh, anyway, what what about Jordan? Do you think that would would pair well with Pickney Bend? Mm, uh well um probably his glasses mm. you drink yeah, yeah. whiskey from glasses jordan has glasses so that's true, that's true. Th- and that's about it if you want to drink whiskey in glasses <laughs> and be reminded of the fact that you also have glasses that are different but are named the same thing then and if you also live in uh, out, just outside of kansas city a little bit then i think pickney bend is is the distillery for you so uh, <laughs> I'm I don't I don't know if hyper targeting works every for every person. Now that we're I doing this, does. I think I don't. Do you think I think we're okay? two for two? Frankly, okay. I really do. Okay, great. Well, Jordan and everyone, go to p i n c k n e y b e n d dot com and uh, and check out all the all the really truly amazing stuff Pinkney Bend has to offer. The holidays are coming up, and uh, they they make great gifts if you can get them. So get your hands on those on. On, on those puppies. On, on the puppies, the gin puppies. Not not Jordan. Don't get your hands on Jordan. He doesn't. No. He's a loving person, really but bad. you know he's a, he has yeah. his limits. Yeah. Uh, and happy birthday, Jordan. And uh, and sorry, Pickney Bend. <laughs> Boy. Look, if we can get one new sale every week for them, this shit pays for itself. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
everybody. Welcome back to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week I tell a real ghost story from real history to my real friend, Patrick Dean, who unfortunately does not take it real seriously. But that's okay. That's okay. What is it? What are these? What are you doing? What is this? It's still time. I'm t- I'm I'm so tired right now. <laughs> I, I'm so tired. I'm like trying to find casual ways to hold my head up with my hands. Okay, <laughs> so I don't have to support it. Do you have like a chopstick my neck you anymore. could like put under your neck or something under your chin? I kind of I, like if someone offered me one mm-hmm. right now, I would probably take it. Okay. How was your week? You were in, you were in Cali. You were in <sighs> you're in the land of the rising sun. Land of the hot hot sun. It was yeah. 75, 80 degrees. Oof. I wore shorts. Took those legs out for a walk. <clears throat> it was nice. And I came back here and it was snowing and 23 degrees. <laughs> so uh, I miss it a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, since I got back, I've been working just so much. Been working so much. I heard. I heard you're now in charge of all the classes. It feels like it. All of them. feels like it. I was teaching four uh, two weeks ago and now I'm teaching nine. So it's, uh, mm. it's a pretty, it's a, it's a big jump. Hmm. And uh, one of the <laughs> I got a I got a I got a text yesterday at four thirty p.m. saying, "Hey, so sorry to ask this, but could you take over a class, one more class?" And I said, "I don't know. I've already taken over four extras. That feels like a lot." Hmm. And they were like, "I know it's an emergency." I said, "Okay, maybe. What is it? And when is it?" And they said, "Well, it's in two hours." <laughs> and I said, "I'm at a bar." <laughs> <laughs> but uh like, is it a bar near campus right. though that's uh, the important thing yeah it was an online <laughs> class so i made it home and i uh i jumped i i taught a class for uh, a few hours on the internet no. last night with no Oof. prep and uh <laughs> that's that's my life these days could the kids tell like can they tell if, if you come in like really fucking unprepared well I think I think normally, but except here's the thing. I think the the faculty member who I am replacing, mm-hmm. I think was not very good, and so even my no prep, I think was better than her full prep. So this is fair. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's hey, it's going okay. I'm fooling all of them into thinking that I am normal and fine, and uh, not <laughs> losing my mind. Uh, in the middle of all this, you have found time somehow to research a podcast. Uh, well, <laughs> I found time to record a podcast. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, okay, we'll get into that. This is a good time to say, um, I was going to save this for later, so I don't know who, how they're going to cut it together, but this is a good time to say, I, boy, I, we, we owe a huge, and I mean huge, huge, huge thank you to, uh, our dear friend and unpaid intern, Jen Swanson, who, um, upon learning that my life became so much busier on such short notice, she actually offered to do the research for tonight's show. And uh, wow, I holy cow! And which I, I great, I very, very gratefully accepted. Man. So tonight's tonight's episode was researched mm-hmm. by Jen. That's fantastic! It's amazing, okay. and she did a great like, job. Is, yeah. Yes. Now, are are, are you gonna? Are you gonna have to add back in all of your like uh, mispronunciations? I and did have to go through and like and, <laughs> and change her notes to be more Clayton ish. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I changed the pronunciations uh, of lots of the words. Um, made some. I I took out her good jokes and put in some bad jokes. Perfect. And, thank uh, you. So I, it's it's gonna it's gonna shine be, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think it's gonna be great. But she did, and I think she's gonna do the next couple weeks um, going forward while I finish out this semester. So I truly Wild. am so grateful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jen, uh, and everyone. Hey, this is a good time to remind everyone that um, 
Jen and Jeremy both do such, they do so much work for this show mm. and such incredible work. And they get, I mean, literally nothing in return. <laughs> um, and so it's a good reminder uh, to tell you all that. Like, once again, if you, if you can just take a second and, and share this with, with people that you think will like it, because the more people listen to this podcast, the more likely it is that we can find sponsors who pay us and, and not just whiskey, but whiskey money. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and once we get whiskey money, We'll spend ours on whiskey still, but then we can also give mm. some of the other money um, to to Jen and Jeremy, who are truly doing they're doing God's work. They're <laughs> they're doing amazing stuff, um, and we can't get there though unless we we grow our following um, quite a bit more. So please, if you have a chance, uh, send this to two people that you think would really like it, mm. and that would be really really helpful, and um, and that would be a great way to show your appreciation for Jen and Jeremy for doing all the work that I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is this a good so, time or a bad time to tell you that uh, Jen really went above and beyond and there is so there's a lot of research here so it's gonna be I hear two part episode it's not impossible <laughs> <laughs> we will see um, you uh, let me know when you've had enough for tonight and then I'll let you know if it's gonna be a two parter or not <laughs> you sound like my wife um, <laughs> feels uncomfortable um, oh no, I, I was actually gonna I was gonna congratulate both of us for um for taking the high road mm-hmm. here um and and choosing not to uh tell our many and sundry advertisers on this podcast to quote go fuck themselves as <laughs> as our friend Elon uh, as our friend Elon just did <laughs> moments ago <laughs> I do and you know what I gotta tell you I. I get the impulse. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Not with our advertisers, but you know. Obviously. But with advertisers in general, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a choice, uh, huh? It's a strong choice. Mm. And we, you're right. We uh, we should be commended on our decision mm-hmm. to not ever tell our advertisers to fuck off. <laughs> it's weird that Twitter is, is dying. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. I figured it would die in like a totally different way. Yeah. Um. But I mean, this, I guess this makes as much sense as any. Sure. It's as so, fun as any other way to watch. It really is. I mean, it's in really compared to all of the other, like, I'm not entirely sure how this thing could make money. It just seems like a thing where people exchange ideas and nobody gets charged anything. I guess all of those products eventually do like it shittier and shittier until they just sort of collapse. So yeah. this is at least kind of an exciting way for it. To it's go. a very public way to do it for sure. Yeah. Which yeah, is not absolutely. always the case. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like that abandoned house on your block. We're like, man, that thing's such an eyesore. And then one night it catches fire, and you're like, this is dangerous. Yes, but I am going to stand in there and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer if this happened by other means, but mm-hmm. and it's effective. Yeah, <laughs> it's effective. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're listening and you've been thinking about, uh, you're doing a whole will we, won't we of uh, reaching out to us about whether or not uh, you should, you should, you should engage in a sponsorship with us. Um, mm-hmm. We're here to tell you we almost certainly will not publicly tell people that you should fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, any anyone out there who is pulling advertising dollars out of uh, out of Twitter, I'm looking at you, Disney. Um, <laughs> Yeah, spend. The, I mean, the fist, the the calendar year is coming up pretty quick here, and yep. you got to spend those dollars. Otherwise, you don't get them in next year's budget, Disney. That's right. So that's right. That's right. 
Consider it. Text right off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, hey, hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, this is just for us now, Bob. Um, <laughs> sounds like you're maybe not spending your money on Twitter anymore, Bob. And um, you know you know who loves Disney, actually? These two guys. These two mugs. Mm-hmm. We talk about Disney all the time. We love that. Patrick, what's your favorite Please. Disney thing? Favorite Disney thing mm-hmm. ever? Yeah, yeah. Watching Moana for the first time with my kids. Uh, that was that was a big one. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty big. The magic, I think, is my favorite part. I want to talk directly to the Pringles people because I know. Hey Jim. <laughs> hey Jim. <laughs> um, I know Jim Pringles is out there right now. Jim Pringles wondering is out where there. he's going to spend all this money. <laughs> That's right. Twirling his enormous pineapple-sized mustache. It's and just way wondering. too big of a mustache, right? I mean, <laughs> it is. I don't want to. I mean, it's already a round face. That's yeah, a problem. It's a melon face. Yeah. And I guess the mustache doesn't look bad on that face, but if you put it on a real face, mm-hmm. uh, it's a too big of a mustache. Yeah. How do you even exactly. do that? Yeah. I mean, how do you get the Pringles into the mouth below the mustache at that uh, point? That's another good question. I mean, that mustache, probably at this point, mostly Pringles. It's got it. They're well, just, maybe you, it wraps it. around the Pringles. Like the way that we, when we were kids, did like the duck <laughs> mouth with Pringles, that's probably like wrapped around in hair on the... Mm-hmm. On that guy's face. That makes a lot of sense. We might be losing Jim now too, honestly. What? Oh, God, what other who, who else? We should just is? we should just move on. We should just move on. Hey, I'm Tim sure they'll Cook, come to us. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> um let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I've lost my place already. We haven't even started. Oh, I found it. Okay. So we you know what? We will move on. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I am done talking about our sponsors, <laughs> about our non-existent sponsors that I don't think are coming on board all of a sudden for some reason. And uh, so we already thanked Jen Swanson, but uh, I also we need to thank someone else. Uh, we want to thank uh, this. This topic tonight was recommended by a listener in uh, in the UK, one of our good friends mm. over there, who's who claims that his name is Andy Starbuck. Now that's clearly fake. Yeah. Like big Moby Dick fan, obviously. Yes, but I don't think you'd get to pick your name <laughs> and or uh, BSG. But uh, yeah, you can't. You can't. No. So uh, Andy Starbuck, whatever your real name is, thank you for sending this topic along. It's really great, and good luck to whatever it is you're running from. Wish <laughs> 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 you the best of luck. But Andy did suggest this, and it's it's a it's a real corker, as uh, as I think they say. So are you ready to hear a ghost story? I'm ready to hear the corker. <laughs> let's get going. Richard. I even practice this. Okay, let's try it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Richard uh, Plant- Plantagenet. Mm. Richard Plantagenet. That sounded better. That's a clean one, right? I'm sure yeah. Jeremy will make that the only one. <laughs> Richard Plantagenet was born on October 2nd. The year 1452 at, this can't be right, Fothering, F- Fothering Hay Castle. Fothering Hay. One word again. <laughs> how, no, sure. Yeah. How does, how does one fother? Um, I mean. It's like it's you, you, you have a child, right? Mm-hmm. It's your sire. But right. you really, you did a bad one. Ah, so you don't okay, want to be like, did. I'm not your yeah. father. I'm your father. Yeah. I'm your fake father. <laughs> please don't, please don't come over here and pretend to be one of mine because ugh, I think it's probably how that works. I can see that. I don't know. Father was maybe like a uh, father. You were constantly in like opposition to like, oh, yeah, I think it's like the same Darth thing. Vader. That's the same. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Darth Vader was what? Luke's father. <laughs> Get it? I do. These are faux. All yeah, right. I got it. I wanted you to 
Do the voice and you delivered, and that was great. Fothering a Castle, uh, interestingly enough, was in no- Northamptonshire. Nor- hey! Northamptonshire. Hey! <laughs> back again. We're back again. We can't get out. Uh, he So Richard was the son of Richard, who mm-hmm. was a Duke of York, and his wife, Cecily Neville. So Richard, the young Richard... Mm-hmm. Was the eleventh little of, Richard? By the way, I have that in further down. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, like, oh, before we record, I should go and remind myself, uh, like, one little Richard song to make a joke right. about. And then I forgot. So uh, <laughs> Jeremy will just cut some in, I'm sure. Sure. <laughs> so little Richard was the eleventh of twelve children. Oof. How many of them do you think survived? Uh, ooh, I'm gonna, I'm you know. 50% rule. I'm going to say six. You are correct. Six of them survived. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting this. I'm okay. getting it. And Richard was the youngest of those six. Now, the uh, the Plantagenet family, they, God, Christ, they are a whole thing. So they were, they were, they were family. They were, this is a whole family tree, but they were divided mm. within that family tree into two houses. Very uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. They were divided into the House of Lancaster and the mm-hmm. House of York. Okay. So it's like your cousins that you don't like are the other ones. Okay, but they're all on their own on all on their own team. You would think so, yes. I mean they sure. should be. They're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, yes. this is kinda of how families work. It's just kind of formalized, it seems that's like. right. Again, Christmas is coming up. We all I think we could all relate. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I want to go to the Lancaster Christmas. We we have to. Your grandmother's dying. <laughs> I would die too if I had to keep going to Lancaster Christmases. <laughs> So Lancaster's and the Yorks, they don't like each other very much, even though, again, they are all family. Now, little Richard was part of the House of York. Um, and his father was a Duke of York. I think I mentioned that already. Mm-hmm. So his father was basically the leader of the house. Mm, okay. Master of the house. There is, God, there is so much boring history here. We are going to talk about a lot of it, unfortunately. I'm sorry to say, but we're going to cut out a lot of it too. Um, another shout out to Jen, though, because she really brought all the history, which um, makes me think she doesn't actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe because that's not really what we do here. But she gave me all the choices of historical events to choose from. Um, she, I mean, there were like seven pages of notes. So thank you, Jen, and also please stop doing that, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of really boring history here. We are going to talk. So basically Henry the sixth uh, at this time was King of England, but big Richard, the Duke mm-hmm. of York, he was like, well, I think I should be the King. Sure. Cause I think you just do that. You just say like, eh, no, I want to be King. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it worked back then. I think so. You could, I think it's how it works now. Like if you're oh, like, Hey Charles, yeah. You suck. Your hands are too big. What's going on with your fingers, bud? <laughs> I should be the king because my hands are normal, and that's, that should be a prerequisite. You can just go and say, hey, Charles, I'm king now, and then challenge him to a joust. Mm-hmm. Or to just like a like a pushing over contest. Yeah, I don't think and he's going to win. Like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, so Richard wants to be king, um, and Henry, who was actually king, he was a Lancaster. Mm-hmm. So, again, they are related. Mm-hmm. They are blood. But the Lancasters mm-hmm. again, they they don't they don't they don't like each other. And the Lancaster family is like, I don't you can't be king. We're king. Our guy is king. 
Mm, so you can't okay. just like be king, Richard, you right. dick. And uh, and Richard is like, okay, well, I have an idea. Let's fucking fight about it. There we go. And that's nothing else to do. Correct. <laughs> it's got to be. So I mean, there's no TV to watch. Mm-hmm. There are no reruns of Friends to uh, gorge yourself on. <laughs> <laughs> if you like think of a really interesting quip you have no one to text it to oh, god can you so imagine just, like god all, all these really funny things are rattling around in my head while i like dig in the middle of a field <laughs> 17 hours a day and they probably don't know how to write them down yeah so so uh, yeah so, so yeah let's fight so yeah so this begins the war of the roses oh uh, okay yeah, which I'd certainly heard of and probably learned about, but had no memory of other than the fact it was called War of the Roses. <laughs> um, so I learned a lot here. So uh, it was called the War of the Roses because the houses of York and Lancaster, both all these Plantagenet houses, they both mm. used roses as their sigils. Out of um, all the things. Yes. They're like, like we, we're related. We're going to use the same thing, but it's going to be a little different. Oh, uh, Okay. So the I York guess. used a white rose and Lancaster used a red rose. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess that's pretty different. It is. So, although I feel like I mean, if you really want to stick it to your your family, like you don't. If they're a rose, what is the thing that eats roses? Lawnmowers. Anything. I'm gonna like be a lawnmower. Any, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if you're like, okay, we're gonna battle and we're both gonna bring the rose, our rose flags, right? You're white, I'm red. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you show up and they're like. Wait, yours is a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Roar. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> so they're at war for a very long time. And there is a lot to say about the War of Roses. Again, we will talk about a lot of it. Certainly not all of it. Um, but you should know it started in 1455 and lasted for more. It's a series of wars and they are battles. Mm-hmm. Lasted for more than 30 years total. Oh, man. Yeah. So you think your holidays are bad. <laughs> Could be worse. What do you think your house sigil would be? Mm, this house? Mm-hmm. Gosh. I'm going to say probably a bag of Takis. Mm-hmm. And uh, a box of uncooked Aldi pasta. That's, that's I think that'd be it. Okay. Yeah. Can I be vulnerable with you for a second? Mm, you're being vulnerable, vulnerable with everybody but yeah oh that's a good point sure. go ahead go ahead i'm interested i'll put What's it in chat i'll put it in chat and you can just you can decide whether or not to read it out loud and i can just read it up yeah i'll just put it, it in chat that's fine okay uh which button's chat there you go i'm not gonna say that it's <laughs> too embarrassing i'm not even gonna say that i uh it's true though i've never had i've never I've never had a Taki. I've never tried. I mean, taki. they have them up there. Like yes, you live they do. and they have them at all these where I shop yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, Buddy. I feel like I don't game enough to do. Ta- I feel like to, if you're going to do Takis, you have to have like a gaming computer. My, my four year old child brings me the bag of Takis. Yeah, but you have a gaming computer. Empty. Well, no, but she brings it to me empty because she's finished the whole thing and she wants another bag of the Takis. Well, so does she play your gaming computer? Absolutely not. Not with those fingers. <laughs> Taki dust. They're like they're like Cheetos, right? They're like spicy Cheetos. They are right? not. Absolutely oh, not. See, no. They are. They're like a like a tortilla chip, right? What? Except while it, while it, while it is still uh, malleable, they roll it up into a tight little like cigarette, and then <laughs> okay. they dip it in like the spiciest 
uh, spices that they possibly can. Oh, they tortilla chips. Essentially. I know you said that, but I'm looking yeah. at, I'm Googling it. And, um, <laughs> but someone confirms it on the internet, so it must be true. That's so weird. Who is the CEO of Takis? Jim Taki, I believe. Jim Taki cannot possibly be true. The most intense mm-hmm. snacks in town. Takis rolled tortilla chips. I Boy, I've learned so much uh, in the last 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Do you need to take another break or are you good? I think Aldi's is closed. Aldi is, so I have to, yeah, <laughs> is closed. Yeah. So I'll just push on. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember how that factored into any of this. Where was I? Uh, your house sigil. What was your house sigil? Oh, my house sigil. Yeah. Gosh, it are, I think right now penguins. Penguins just. Like battle penguins. General. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be battle penguins. I mean, I don't think they were like battle flowers in the War of the Roses. Well, no, but like, I think all penguins are battle penguins. Okay. Deep mm-hmm. down. Sure. Yeah. They're unassuming, but uh, that they that waddle, God, can you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So penguins are like the zombies of the animal kingdom in the sense that zom- like one zombie is, is yeah. easy to defeat because you just walk away from it very quickly and you're fine. Sure. But a yeah. horde of zombies, that's when things get bad, right? Yeah. That's okay. penguins. So one penguin, you're like, eh, you're going to waddle at me. It's fine. I'll take mm-hmm. you over. Mm-hmm. But you get a horde of penguins <clears throat> and they're mm-hmm. all, they're waddling like this, mm-hmm. right? And then suddenly they swarm you and they just, bah, 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 and you're getting battered. You're getting battered by a, by a horde of penguins. Hmm. So those are battle I mean, penguins. I was, I was going to give you the zombie comparison due to their shambling nature. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if I would give it to you because of the herd thing, but you know. Yeah, well, the similarity is the it. shambling, and then the simil- yeah. the additional similarity is um, <laughs> the hurt. Yeah, it's it, I, okay. listen. That's fair. Let's leave it up to listeners. Hey, everyone, you yeah. weigh in. Well, you go to our Facebook page, yeah. go, to, go yeah. to Instagram, and uh, let us know. And let us know. Yeah, let us know what your house sigil is. Let us know your house that? sigil, and let us know how uh, where we stand on the whole penguins versus zombies thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so the War of the Roses. Ha- <laughs> it's going to be a three-part episode. <laughs> so it lasts for 30 years. And mm-hmm. uh, one one fun fact is that King Henry was, during this whole time, King Henry was captured, quote, multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> but it's being captured by, like, your cousins. Yeah, and so they're like, like they all right, do? get out of here, you scamp. <laughs> and they, yeah. like, smack him on the ass with their sword. And they're like, come on. <laughs> uh, don't tell your mom about this. All right, back home. <laughs> She's my godmother, and I really need that Christmas present. I really want a PlayStation 5. So at some point, the English Parliament, during all these wars, the English Parliament was like, you can't, you can't, we've decided you cannot just say you're going to rise up and overthrow the king. <laughs> so it took us a while, but Richard, we've decided you're a traitor. We all decided, Richard, mm. you're kind of you're kind of doing a coup here. We don't like that. Um, which yeah, I think makes a lot of sense. And so Richard was like, "Better run!" <laughs> so he um, yeah. he he does, and he go he flees to Ireland. Mm, okay. Yes. Um, and Richard, and they famously don't get along. I don't. Like, re- they really don't. Well, at this point, they might. Still, I don't remember mm-hmm. what year it was that they really, really didn't. Mm-hmm. But they, they may or may not get along. Mm. They might be they like, might not, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Go back. <laughs> go back to England, you fucking fuck. Which I think is how uh, how they refer to the English these days. But he goes to Ireland, and uh, and Richard's oldest son, not not Richard, 
Mm-hmm. Richard was his youngest surviving son. His oldest surviving son was named Edward. Now I know what you're thinking. Edward was also the name of the king. That's correct. Now this is a different mm-hmm. Edward. This is Richard's Edward, not not King Edward. This is so many identical names to keep track of. You are going to <laughs> blow your brains out. This is one of a thousand. <laughs> Just hang tight. <laughs> so Richard's son, Edward, was like, that's not cool. You can't chase my dad out of England. And he, he mm-hmm. takes up dad's cause. So now mm-hmm. Edward, son of Richard, is he's, he's going to the battle. Hmm. He wants to take down King Edward. Right. Um, and so this Edward, uh, he pairs up with uh, a man named Richard. <laughs> Richard Neville. <laughs> <laughs> who I believe was related to his uh, mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Cicely Neville. Yeah, I think that's right. Cicely. Cic- Cicely Neville. Cic- <sighs> man. Was that right? Did you, did you do it? Nice. Cecily, wow, you did a great job. Mm-hmm. Do you want to refill your glass? Because this is weird. <laughs> After that, I might just drain it. <laughs> so he pairs up with Richard Neville. So different Edward and different Richard get together mm-hmm. and they pair up and they and they fight King Edward. And mm-hmm. they win a big battle on July 10th, 1460. And this is during that battle, they capture the king again. <laughs> They put him back in his normal prison cell. Yeah. Oh, I've lost my track. No, the king is Henry. God, there are so many Edwards and Henrys and Richards. Okay. So anyway, Richard, Richard's son, Edward, pairs up with different Richard, and they get King Henry. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Boy. And they throw King Henry in the Tower of London. Okay. And so he's in. He's basically in prison now, and everyone, you know, has got to be sitting around like, Jesus Christ, can we just, like, yeah. can you all please just settle this? Like, I, we can't yeah. keep <laughs> such whiplash. All these battles are destroying the crops that I need to live. <laughs> we just want to farm this literal poop on our, on our land, please. Um, and so now King Henry's locked up. So now Big Richard can return from Ireland. Hmm. So he goes and he visits King Henry in the Tower of London and uh, they talk and Henry is like, okay, you know what? You can be king. Fine. You win. You can be king. I don't want to be king anymore. This mm-hmm. sucks. I've been captured at least twice. <laughs> I yeah. don't like it. You can be king. <laughs> so Richard, Duke of York, officially becomes heir to the throne. Now, I don't know exactly how this works. Like, I think Henry is still technically king because he's still alive. Mm-hmm. But he makes Richard heir to the throne, which doesn't seem like a good idea because then Richard has a whole lot of incentive to just cut your head off. True. Yeah. So I, I just, England is so stupid, but, um, so Richard becomes heir to the throne, but in a twist, Richard Duke of York, now heir to the throne a few months later is killed during another battle killed by an army that is led by King Henry's wife, the queen, Margaret, Ooh. Which is real badass, and this is not That's, her first campaign. There, that was part of the history I cut because um, we just don't have time. But the queen was like, "Fuck this, <laughs> I am going," and she like raised an army and she led these armies against uh, uh against the the other her, I don't know her married cousins or whatever. Anyway, so Richard dies, Duke York dies. Mm-hmm. But he was officially heir to the throne. And so now, mm-hmm. technically, his oldest son, Edward, 
is the new oh, heir to the throne. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Even though, okay. again, this the king sense now. who is not, right. his dad is still alive. Right. Um, and I don't know. Some stuff happens. I couldn't focus on it because it was so boring. But then eventually, so Edward is now <laughs> crowned. He's crowned King Edward the Fourth on June 28th, 1461. So now. Is Henry dead? Does Henry die? He. Or is he just like. Gosh, I might get into that. Maybe. Probably. There are so many Henrys. They all die. You know what? (laughs) He's dead now. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's not here to defend his name. On a long enough timeline. (laughs) They're all dead. He must be dead. He must be dead. Um, Anyway, so, (laughs) so... Edward is now the king. So the, 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 the royal line has now shifted from the Lancasters to the Yorks. Mm. Again, still the same family, the Plantagenets, but mm. whatever. Anyway, so King Edward IV now reigns, and this goes fine for a few years until um, <laughs> that the other Richard, who had originally helped Edward defeat the big Henry. <laughs> right. Uh, he was like, I don't, well, that's a whoops. And he's like, I did a bad thing. And he reinstates Henry as king. Oh, so Henry's not dead. He reinstates Henry's king of England. He says, actually, Henry's king again. Now, why he has the power to do that, I, I just cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I don't know. Who knows? But he's like, Henry is king of England. Um, and Edward runs away to France. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so stupid. Um later though, uh is this right? Edward <laughs> comes back and he wins some other battle and then he's king again. I don't I none of this matters really, other right. than it's just fucking I don't know. So anyway, so now he's he's king. Anyway, so this time this time Edward, once he becomes king again, he gets smart and he's like, What we should murder Henry. Like if Henry's That's dead, the thank you, yes, thank you, yes, okay. So this is what happens: they kill Henry. <laughs> yeah, fine. And what about other Richard? About- uh, still alive, still kicking. Ah, see, that's yeah. a that's well. He a didn't loose want to end. kill the wrong Richard. He was like, "Well, what if I?" <laughs> There's so you know many what? Richards in my life. My brother is Richard. My dead dad is Richard. This guy's Richard. I don't know what to do. Mom, get my Rolodex. We're getting them all. <laughs> so they kill Henry. Now Henry had a son. But Henry's son had been killed in battle already, um, mm. so he has no more heirs. So there's no one else to say, like, I am the legitimate heir to the throne because sure. Henry had no, no offspring. And they locked up the queen because she was kicking everyone's ass Probably on the battlefield. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Margaret's yeah. locked up. Um, and they said, stop, stop leading kick-ass armies. Yeah. So finally, at long last, the House of York, it's all locked in. Like, they're the winners of the War of the Roses. It's mm-hmm. done. Edward is king. The Yorks are in power. Everything's great. So now, at long last, we come back to the hero of our story, <laughs> Little Richard. <laughs> so, <laughs> Little Richard was, uh, of course, he was Edward's youngest brother. And he had done really well in the war. So he got all sorts of titles. Uh, you know, he was very cool. Um, on July 12th, 1472... Little Richard married Anne Neville. Now, Anne Neville was the daughter of that other Richard Neville. Right. Who betrayed his family. (laughs) Also, somehow related to his mom. This is a cousin, I think. Okay. I think he marries his cousin. Not a lot of people in the world at that point, I guess, cousins. There were only seven. So, it makes a lot of sense. (laughs) 
so Richard had this daughter, Anne. She marries little Ri- Richard Neville has a daughter who marries mm. little Richard. Yes. And then mm. um, Anne had also, oh, fun fact about Anne. She had also been the wife of King Henry's son who uh, had been killed in battle. So she was mm. originally okay. married to the original king's son mm. who died. And now she's married to the new king's brother. Uh, okay. Okay. Would you like to guess the name of the original king's son who she was first married to? I have three, three guesses. That's correct. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess Richard. Nope. Damn. I'm going to guess Edward. Yes. Ah. (laughs) Another Edward. Uh, But he's dead now. So she's single. So she marries little Richard, which, you know, again, it's so, this is so stupid, but it, Um, the upshot of this for little Richard is he acquires a whole lot of land. Okay. Because she had inherited the the Mm -hmm. prince's lands and now he Mm -hmm. is in taking over those lands. So yes. So, Mm -hmm. and Richard, little Richard and Anne had one son and they named him Edward. (laughs) Fuck my God. Damn it. How are there no other names? (laughs) It's just, Oh, oh God! So, so okay. So here are my notes. I'm trying to make sense. So other mm-hmm. Richard, or, or sorry, so other Edward, mm-hmm. King Edward, who is Richard, son of Richard's son, Edward's uncle, Edward, mm-hmm. was a pretty good king in terms sure. of stability and stuff. Wherever he was, the current king, Little Richard's <laughs> older brother, Edward, is a pretty good king. <laughs> This is definitely the point, like in my in my when I'm cramming for my history test, like an hour before, that I just start crying. This is just absolutely, <laughs> just absolute misery. It's just so stupid. <laughs> um, and now the way that they teach American history makes a lot more sense. Like, let's just not deal with any of this because it's all so dumb. <laughs> and suddenly, I'm I do bored. like the, yeah, I, I I do like history professor. Like, you know what? You know what? We broke away from these guys for exactly this. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> mostly why. It was not actually about tea. It was because there were too many Edwards and Richards. Yeah. <laughs> so King Edward is pretty good in terms of stability, but um, that doesn't last. So before long, little Richard, hero of our story, starts to question his brother's um, kingly decisions. So... Richard didn't love the idea of being peaceful with France. Edward really liked being peaceful with France for mm-hmm. reasons. You know, fucking who cares? But um, uh, Richard just really wanted to fight some French people. And, you know, hey, who among us has mm. not wanted to yeah. <laughs> do that? <you> know? <laughs> I really want a free trip to France. And I know this one secret trick <laughs> to get a free trip to France. <laughs> and it is invading France. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Richard also thinks that Edward's wife, whose name is Queen Elizabeth, mm-hmm. sucks real bad. Mm. He thinks that she is um, using the, she's basically like giving Edward bad advice to kind of make him side with her family instead of his family. Oh, uh, well, which okay. may or may not be true, but yeah. Um, so Richard's not happy, but he loves his brother, so he doesn't like try to kill him or anything. <laughs> he, uh, he decides to step away from the royal court and go focus on uh, his own life. He goes to be a farmer somewhere. Wow. Okay. Live a quiet life in the, uh, in the Northern country of England. Hmm. 
But, you know, that's not going to last. Mm-hmm. On April 9th, 1483, King Edward IV, uh, he falls very ill, and he dies at the age of 40. Ooh, wow. And you might be wondering, like, 40, even for back then, is kind of a, it's an early, early death, you know. I've, I mean, like, personally, 40 is when everything kind of started to hurt for me. Yes. But I didn't feel like I was going to die. Well, <laughs> I guess I wouldn't so have been surprised if I sense. died. Put it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a quote from, um, from somebody. Uh, quote, his physicians attributed this in part to a habitual use of emetics. You know what an emetic is? I do not know what an emetic is, please. Uh, it's something that they give you to throw up so that you will vomit. Oh, like an Ipecac or something yes, like that. exactly. Okay. So his physicians attributed this in part to a habitual use of emetics, which allowed him to gorge himself at meals, then return after vomiting to start again. <laughs> and I guess that's not healthy. I don't know. I'm going to have some serious, uh, some serious considerations about my life. If that's Probably, if that's not okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably pretty rough on on the whole like on the whole mouth to stomach system. I, I mean, basically every system. I would think. Yeah. It's not good. So they think that had something to do with like the whatever illness it was getting into his system. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he did have a son and an heir um, whose name was also, of course, Edward. Edward. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so Edward V. But Edward V is only 12 years old at this point. And Edward mm. IV was like, ah, ah, that's a little young. Yeah. So on his deathbed, King Edward IV, he names his brother Richard, little Richard, the mm-hmm. King Regent. So the King Regent okay. means, and I know this because I watched a lot of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, that means like you're not you're not the king, but you get to act as king until your small child uh, king becomes, you know, of age to be king. Right, unless if you don't kill the small child. Well, king. I mean, right. sure. Accidents I mean, hey, happen. hey, anything yeah. could happen to a small child. Yeah. <laughs> they can do all sorts of trouble, those yeah. little scamps. <laughs> so you never know. Uh, so he's like like trying to introduce his like 12-year-old nephew to Ipecac and things like that. <laughs> like, hey, you know, all the cool kids are thrown up after lunch. Your dad did well. this pretty cool. He was a cool yeah. guy. <laughs> that was a totally cool guy right up until, you know, the end when he threw his stomach out through his nose. But yeah, up until yeah, then, he was really cool. That, so cool. <laughs> Uh, so Richard's He's like the Miles Davis of throwing up his stomach. <laughs> if throwing up it outside of school is cool, consider me Miles Davis. So Richard is basically the acting CEO of England, and his official title is Lord High Protector of the Realm, which I think is a better title than King. That's a that's cool a title. Pretty cool. That, that, that that's the title you make up for yourself. That's yes. like you know what. I'm changing my business card. And that is no longer what I would like to be called now is, uh, in terms of this podcast, Lord High Protector of the Ghost Realm. And please address me as such. Write that down. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. So <clears throat> who's ready for some palace intrigue? Uh, wait. Okay. Sure. Okay. A few weeks after the king's death, little Richard, mm-hmm. who is now... Lord Ivor, protector mm-hmm. of the realm. He has dinner with Anthony with a man named Anthony Woodville. Anthony? What country must he be from? <laughs> Russia, I guess. <laughs> uh, Anthony was Queen Elizabeth's brother. So 
brother-in-law to the recently deceased king mm-hmm. who was Richard's brother. And remember, Richard does not care for the queen. Right. He thinks her whole family is trying to, to or she's trying to get her whole family to kind of take power. Now, her, her name, her full name is Elizabeth Woodville. And so Anthony Woodville is her brother. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Anthony Woodville, um, boy. Okay, I'll just read what I wrote. Richard learns that Anthony Woodville and King Edward's half-brother, who we've not heard about yet, whose name was, also named it. confusingly, also fucking Richard. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anthony Woodville and, and, and yet another Richard had been spending the last decade or so preparing little Edward for mm-hmm. his eventual reign. Sure. Okay. And Richard, um, our, our Richard, little Richard, our, our sweet baby Richard, <laughs> he doesn't like this one bit because he doesn't like the fact that the Woodvilles are like grooming his nephew to be king because he doesn't, he, he's, he's pretty sure that that's going to include his nephew, like giving a lot of power to the Woodvilles. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't like that. He's very anti-Woodville. So the next morning, little Richard has, uh, has Anthony Woodville and, uh, and, and other and bastard Richard, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, he has him arrested and imprisoned because he's acting CEO. He's acting king, sure. so he can do that. Yeah. So he has him in prison. He, then he goes up and picks up his nephew, little Edward, little Edward the fifth, and he brings mm-hmm. him to London. Now Elizabeth is still queen, but she doesn't mm-hmm. have any power. But she right. still has a title, and she's like, uh, oh no. this is all collapsing very quickly. She goes to Westminster Abbey to hide (laughs) little. And this is all Jen's fault. I would not have used any of this detail. If it were me, this would be a 20 minute episode, but, (laughs) but thank you, Jen, for doing this. Um, little Richard places little Eddie, little Eddie five in the tower Mm -hmm. of London, but not as a prisoner. I guess it's so apparently, Tower of London is famously a prison, but it also was where English monarchs would stay before their coronation. So it's also like a hotel. <laughs> okay. So it's a weird system. Um, but anyway, so little Eddie is supposed to be crowned king on June 22nd. On June 22nd, however, the bishop at St. Paul's Cathedral declares little Eddie and his siblings illegitimate. And this is very scandalous. <laughs> The bishop claims that when King Edward IV, little Richard's older brother, who was recently dead by throwing up, uh, when he married Elizabeth, he was already contracted to marry someone else, and therefore his marriage to Elizabeth was, quote, bigamous. Oh, null and void. And illegal, correct. And all their children Mm. are officially bastards, and bastards cannot become king. Oof. Ouch. Yes. So... Now the whole kingdom is in fucking uproar because this is such a hot mess and a whole bunch of lords get together and uh, they decide since little Richard, our Richard, sweet baby Richard, Mm -hmm. is King Edward's last surviving brother, they say, well, his Edward's kids can no longer, they're no longer in line to the throne, so it must go to his his brother, to Richard. And so now they say, Richard, you must become king actual king not just acting king but like king king 
Richard offered a, quote, brief symbolic hesitation. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, you got me. <laughs> Twist my arm. I'll be king. <laughs> and this is Richard III. Uh, Richard formally imprisons little Eddie and his little brother. So he imprisons his nephew, who is right. you know threat, uh, little Eddie, and Eddie's little brother. Um, his little brother's name was Richard. <laughs> How old is he at this point? Uh, it's, I mean, I think like eight. Yeah. <laughs> so he imprisons them in the Tower of you gotta London. You got to feel great about yeah, imprisoning eight-year-old children because it's not they're good. such a threat to you. It's yeah. really not good. They become known as the princes in the Tower. Mm. It and could the, be fun. If, it, if it's like a hotel... You're there with your brother. Well, it's true. That's you, true. You're probably like, getting it depends on shit. which side of the tower yeah. you're on. Yeah. <laughs> which floor? Are you in the luxury side? Or are you in the, you know, rats eating your asshole side? Right. One of the two. I don't know. <laughs> Either one could be fun. But, uh, and we don't actually know, we don't actually know where, the, which part of the tower they went to. We just know they were never seen outside the castle again. Oh. Um, okay. Well, that might be the rat side. It might be the rat side. And here's a, I wrote down fun historical fact. I don't think that's the right way to word this. Here's a, an interesting historical fact. When the castle's white tower was demolished in 1674, 200 years later or so, uh, the workers there found a chest buried in the ground and they opened the chest and inside were the skeletons of two young boys. Oh, so not great. Pretty bad. Hmm. Pretty bad. So Richard, it seems like, although we don't know for sure, that Richard uh, had his nephews uh, killed and then uh, buried in a trunk. So he's a cool guy. Who among us? Uh, if I had a nickel for every yeah. niece or nephew, I'd buried in a trunk. <laughs> People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. That's right. Have That's you right. ever buried your, your nephews in a trunk <laughs> until, they, until they die? You know you have, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so Richard is in charge now. He's king. He's officially king, king. And a lot of the people are like, I don't know. Suddenly this feels kind of bad. I don't, <laughs> I don't, like, the more we learn about Richard, the more we're not yeah. sure. I was with you until the killing the, the children part. That and was a big turning point. I yes. drifted. Yeah. I drifted. A bit. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people start protesting. Now, when people protest, Richard has them executed. Sure. Of course. Because he will. Of, of, why wouldn't you? <laughs> so that's, a, it, it's okay for a while. Um, <laughs> But of course, the Lancasters—they're—they're mm-hmm. they're pretty mad because they, again, on top of yeah. all of this, also believe that they should still be in charge of England. Mm-hmm. And so the Lancasters—they their line has been pretty thinned uh, from all the death <laughs> and murder. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are now led by a man, a cousin of theirs, whose name is Henry Tudor. You ever heard of the Tudors? I have, but why, why does he get two names? Well, his first name is Henry. Right. His last name is Tudor. Okay. Okay. Everybody else has been like single names the whole time. Oh, uh, yeah. York and Lancaster. The whole way. Yeah. Do you want me to go back okay. and name? Every, okay. So Edward York, Edward no. Lancaster, Edward York, Edward York, <laughs> Edward Lancaster, Richard York, Richard Lancaster, Richard York, Richard York, Richard Lancaster, so Henry York, Henry did, Lancaster, Henry Lancaster, Henry York. Any questions? So where does Henry Tudor come from then? I don't, look, I don't know. He <laughs> <laughs> appears out of thin air. I'm trying real hard to make this a one yeah. episode show. <laughs> um, gosh, where are we here? <laughs> so, so Henry, so 
the Tudor dynasty is about to start because mm-hmm. yeah, the Tudors come up anyway. So the Tudors they start really riling people up about Richard the Third mm-hmm. and how much he sucks. And Richard and his wife Anne and mm-hmm. Neville, um, they're like, well, people are really starting to not like us very much. So they do, um, you know, what what any sane person would do. They go on a PR tour of the kingdom. <laughs> so they go, they do a lap. <laughs> They go on Diane Sawyer. They talk to her for a little while. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I've seen this before. They make a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They and talk to David Beckham. They dab their tears a little bit. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> so they go around. And part of it is actually just to tell people, like, hey, I'm your king. Which, at first of that was so stupid. But then makes a lot of sense. Like, how else would you know yeah. who your fucking king? Like, And also, who cares? Like, yeah. are you going to help me dig this yeah. corn out of the ground no okay yeah great fuck off like i don't yeah. care if you're king <laughs> but they go around telling people like just so you know i am king so if anyone asks it's mm. legitimate and i'm king yeah if any armies come through here you let me know yes please please send a letter so they go on there also to- please learn to write and read. <laughs> oh no i didn't think this through <laughs> Okay, how about this? I will tie a string to your foot, and the other side will be tied to the castle. And you pull on it if you see an army coming. All right, Three good. pulls We're means good. army. Two pulls no. means no army yet. <laughs> good luck. They So they go on this tour, they get, and they're like giving away money. They're paying off people's debts. So this is, they're really oh, wow. like, hey, hey okay. everyone, we're great. Yeah, we are like Oprah. Yes, nice. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the people... Have a lot of them have heard about the two princes who are like being held in the tower and maybe have been executed. Mm-hmm. And so part of it too was they were going around saying, like, I, I know you might have heard about my nephews, like, mm-hmm. just so you know, they're fine. Yeah. That didn't happen. They're totally fine. It they're snuggling right now. They are snuggling and it's not okay. <laughs> so the people aren't really necessarily buying it. Like obviously some do, but some are like, ah, I don't know. This doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Just think a weird thing to come up to my field to tell me. Just <laughs> yeah. honestly. You just got mud on your boot for the first time in your life mm. to tell me yeah. that you didn't murder your nephew. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't feel right. So they're not really having it. And then Henry Tudor, he he's got the wind at his back. He's like, people are pissed. He rises up and he fights mm-hmm. to claim the throne. And officially, the War of the Roses, it's back on, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Tigers versus roses. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought it was I thought it was roses. Roses? No. Oh no. Dumb no, no. with that roses be roses. Tigers shit. versus penguins. <laughs> so on August twenty second of fourteen eighty five, the Tudor army marches to meet the King's army at Bosworth Field in Leicestershire, which I'm sure they pronounce Lusher, Lusshire, Lusshire, but it's uh, Leicestershire. It's Leicestershire. It's wild to me that it still takes another 200 years before people are like, "I'm just going to sail into the abyss to get away from this." <laughs> you know? <laughs> Can't we just uh, call something like Boston? <laughs> yeah. Like, is that is that so hard? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so now there's a big, a big battle between, uh, between Tudor and, uh, and the King and King Richard III. And as soon as the battle starts, Richard was abandoned by, um, quite a lot of his allies mm. who were traitors. 
Um, so that's not good for him. He and he knows he's like, I don't think I don't think I'm going to win this war because I mm-hmm. needed those people and they they suck and they're gone. So uh, he's going to lose, but he is so mad at Henry Tudor, and he is very determined to kill him with his own sword. Oh, okay. Now, this is a very stupid idea because I've seen Braveheart. I know how this yeah. works. Like, typically, there are a lot of soldiers between yeah. one king and then the other king. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, like, a lot of swords they, in the way. They usually play at the back. I'll right. be honest. They, yeah. It's... <laughs> and so, um, so uh, but he, he decides he's going to go for it. So he charges into yeah. it, and he's just, like, cutting people down. And it actually goes pretty well. He gets pretty close. Mm-hmm. He gets close enough to, um, I think the king's one of the king's footmen, mm-hmm. um, actually is the one who, who cuts the king Richard's horse out from underneath him. Oh, so he had almost nice. made it, right? Uh, but then his horse falls, and Richard falls then off the horse like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and now he's pretty well fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some time later, so was fourteen. 85. So uh, sometime later, um, William Shakespeare will write a play called Richard III. And in that play, mm. he will have Richard deliver the line, quote, a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse, uh, which is mm. specifically because Richard got mm. his horse killed. Right. And now he's going to die real bad. He should be more specific, like my kingdom for a horse that doesn't have its legs yeah. cut off. Here's yeah, a horse. Here, like, here's a horse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why the Shakespeare guy got so famous. Like he sucks so bad. None of this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I would fix, I would be very willing to, for a nominal fee, go back and fix all of this. I think him. that, uh, we should take you up on that. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to be or not to be like this. That doesn't even make sense. What would you change? It like, to? um, to stick around or <laughs> we cool or we not cool? I don't know. Or to bounce. To stick Existence, around. Am I right? Or to bounce. That's the question. <laughs> That's it. That's it, bro. I am sure a version of Hamlet exists where someone says to bounce or not to bounce. <laughs> I would bet my entire life that somewhere that version is happening right now as we speak. Um, anyway, yeah, so he doesn't clarify, but yeah, horse, horse, getting for horse. And anyway, that play is a tragedy for a reason <laughs> because Richard gets killed real hard. Mm-hmm. And this, that ends a battle. So people, they swarm on Richard and uh, he mm-hmm. gets stabbed a whole bunch of times mm-hmm. and, uh, doesn't, doesn't make it out of that one. Mm. Well, so Richard the third, um, he is killed. Now his body is displayed at the church of St. Mary in Newark. Which is like our new work, except it has an E on the end. A superfluous E, I would say. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Is it a travel hub? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Southwest <laughs> loves it. <laughs> um, and if you get there, you can pretty easily take a bus to York. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, there's a bus that goes to York. Yeah. I wouldn't say it, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't say it goes real quick. <laughs> no, but, you know, but there York is a bus is that goes to York, York from there. He is there, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was displayed at the church. He was naked, quote, except for a piece of cloth, which aren't we all? <laughs> I mean, it could be, <laughs> that's right. It could be covering his whole body. Mm-hmm. could be covering could his member. Covering just could be covering a foot. Mm-hmm. Could be covering all those horrible stab wounds. Um, if you had, let's say a, 
12 inch by 12 inch uh, piece of cloth to cover a part of your body when you died. Mm-hmm. Would you put it over the, uh, don't say, don't say it wouldn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> I see your face. Where would you put it? <laughs> <clears throat> okay so uh, uh, sorry <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's displayed he's naked but for cloth and then his mm-hmm. body was buried at gray friars abbey in uh let mm. let like like chester i'm just gonna sure. say Leicester. yeah that's right still nude still a nude burial or they oh, he's got a piece of cloth well okay okay minus piece of cloth still nude I think probably. I don't think they yeah. probably dressed his dead body. That's gross. That's a cadaver. Is it grosser than undressing a dead body? No, but if you already done the work to undress it, you don't want to. True. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's enough. That's that's enough. <laughs> I do love they displayed this at church. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna have a proper Catholic funeral. Uh, step one. Strip the body nude except for a thin piece of gauze over the member. Hey, man. God knows what he made. Yeah. He's not ashamed. <laughs> he knows he gave Richard a little tiny uh, baby penis. That's fine. D- dust to dust. Nude <laughs> to nude. That's right. Um, so the body is then buried at Greyfriars Abbey. And the good, so so that's fine. And everyone is mm-hmm. like, yeah. everyone. He, he's buried at Goodfriars. Like everyone, mm-hmm. that's, that's established history. Like. It's locked in. Everyone, mm-hmm. since that time, since the 1400s, we've mm-hmm. always known that King Edward III has been buried at Greyfriars Abbey. Okay. King Richard III? What did I say? Edward. But we can cut it out. Yep. Richard III. <laughs> there are just so many. Uh, yes. King Richard III is buried at Greyfriars. And um, we know that for sure. No questions. Okay. Buried at Greyfriars Abbey. I mean, so there's like- no problem. Is there a picture? Soon. Sure. Uh, <laughs> now the problem is that no, everyone knows that he's buried at Greyfriars, but no one. The bad news is no one knows where Greyfriars is anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we know for Probably sure under the target. We think it's under the target, but we're not entirely sure. Uh-huh. And... Uh huh. And so we definitely know. We definitely know he's buried at Greyfriars Abbey. Okay. And we really wish we knew where that was now because we do not know. <laughs> so that info was lost during the English Reformation in the 16th century. Mm, okay. Yeah, they were like big churches, tear them down. Yep. Yes. So level it all. It's so weird because we know, like, Richard III is a big deal. Like, he was a big, this, you know, mm-hmm. this history, yeah. we went through it because it's a big Sh- deal. Yeah. Sean Connery plays him, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, it's. Exactly. <laughs> So he's a real he's a he's a real deal, but no one knows actually where he's buried. Just that he's buried somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um until the year 2004. <gasps> wow, okay. So put Big yourself fast forward here. Back in 2004, yeah. 2004. Okay, I was senior in college. Mm-hmm. So I was very lazy, uh-huh. obviously. Uh I met you. Mhm. Probably, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, 2003 we met, yeah. Three or four, yeah. I probably didn't like you until 2004. Correct, though. that makes sense, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So, Very uh, big for year for me. Yeah, big yeah, year. You're welcome. Yeah, this podcast really owes <laughs> a lot that year, yeah. to 2004. Yeah, so. my note here is that uh, you and I were hard at work drinking pints of vodka on the clock at Blockbuster. <laughs> sorry, Henry. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. 
<laughs> now, Blockbuster is bankrupt, so there's... That yeah. didn't have anything to do with us, probably, though, right? Yeah, statute of limitations ran out on that, I'm sure, a long time ago. But yeah, but that, that is definitely, definitely what we're doing it. for most of 2004. <laughs> <laughs> so while we were in the back room uh, doing swigs of pints of pop-off, um, <laughs> boy, what a time. Uh, meanwhile, a woman named uh, Philippa Langley, she goes to visit a parking lot in England. Hmm. Now, Wait, Langley is a bit of an amateur historian. Ah, uh, okay. She's a filmmaker who suddenly gets very interested in King Richard's story. She read a book and she was like, wow, this is crazy. I never knew any of this was, uh, any of this happened. She never certainly knew that his body was lost mm-hmm. and buried somewhere in England as, uh, as none of us knew. So she reads that and she's interested. She becomes a, what I think is called like a, Richardian, which must be a word that she has made up. She starts studying <laughs> King Richard. Now, but there, I mean, like that could be any Richard, though. Well, that's uh, like, true. You got a fifty-fifty shot. That's true. Of like studying half of English history. Like, does she? Does I would she say more than the Edwardian. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, right. You're Edwardian, you're Richardian. So. <laughs> Uh, so she's studying Richard. Now, over time, scholars, and of course, there are people who are actually studying, like in a serious right. way, Richard III. Yeah, without making up names. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they have identified a handful of places that they think may be Richard's final resting place. Now, of course, mm-hmm. no one knows for sure, but they're like, well, based on these texts and blah, 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 mm-hmm. here, are, here are a handful of places that um, we think Richard might be buried. Three of the places they have identified as potential places, are parking lots. Seems pretty easy. I mean... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You pay for think. parking for the day, you bring a jackhammer, and you start just popping holes in the place. Well, so... Uh, so, <laughs> Philippa Langley, she goes to the parking lots, all three of them, mm-hmm. and she's standing... She goes to one of the parking lots, and she walks to the northern end of the lot, and she feels what she called, quote, a strange sensation come over her. Mm. And she looks down at her feet and she finds herself standing on a parking spot that is reserved. It's, you know, as, as many parking lots have reserved spaces, right? Sure. Now this spot is reserved. Uh, and to mark it as a reserved spot, someone, the owners of the mm-hmm. parking lot, I assume, had painted an R, R for reserved. Reserved. Makes sense. Right. She goes to that spot. She feels the strange sensation. She looks down. She sees the R, and she realizes intuitively, R does not stand for reserved. R I mean, stands for Richard. And she is realizes, it reserved for Richard? What? <laughs> <laughs> and she realizes Richard must be buried beneath this parking spot. Because it's reserved for him. Yes. Is that what you said? <laughs> Thank you for saying it again, because it's sure. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and according to her, that our quote told me all I needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> so she wants to bring a jackhammer and dig this thing up and see if Richard is under this parking lot that with makes, an art. Makes as much sense as anything. I guess that's true. Yeah. So this takes her a long time to convince people to dig up a lot yeah. as you can probably Plus imagine the guy, yeah like the guy whose spot that is 
Like, you're not going to give that up. Oh, he's going to be so mad. Yeah. So, yeah. He probably works right around the corner. He's been, like, waiting for that spot for years. You want to dig this spot up. Finally got it. Like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) It takes her a long time. In 2010, so six years later, she's working this whole time. She finally gets permission to dig up the space. But the owners Mm -hmm. of the lot are like, you've got to pay us for this. You have to put the bill and you have to pay us for damages, which... Makes a sure, whole lot of, of sense, I think. Mm-hmm. And so she says, all right, I'm going to find some sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes a while, but uh, it takes about a year. But by August of 2011, she has enough money to hire a ground crew to fire a penetrating radar on the spot. So they're oh, a radar. like a... Like a like a yes. like a Jurassic Park, yeah, yes. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at the look at the velociraptor, the velociraptor, you know, with the claws. That doesn't look so scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It's going to cut your belly open, it, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like Richard the Third. Yes, except they they fire their radar on the ground and it finds mm-hmm. nothing. There's there's nothing mm-hmm. under the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that comes back and the sponsors pull out. They're like, "Well, this was fun, yeah. but you know, <laughs> sorry." <laughs> Um, but Langley is like, this is wrong. I know this is where Richard is buried. I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. the R, but Richard is, that's yeah. for Richard. <laughs> and they're like, he's not here. We just did this whole thing. Like he's not yeah. down there. Yeah. Also the word reserved. <laughs> I don't, it, I don't know if you know. It also begins with R. I don't know if, has anyone told you? Yeah. I know all language is, is strange and we don't yeah. always do it well. We use we use S's instead of Z's, and that's strange. But, but the R's, <laughs> those are normal. <laughs> those, yeah. those are okay. In our language, we can sometimes use the same letter to begin different, different words, words. <laughs> multiple words, in fact. Um, but she's like, no, this is definitely where it is. So all the sponsors pull up, uh, pull out. Sorry, uh, which is not better. And <laughs> And so she starts a crowdfunding campaign because she knows that it's down there. So she's going to raise money from all her dumb friends to please, God, give us money to excavate this parking lot. And unbelievably, this works. So there is a Richard III (laughs) Society, and the members of that group chip in enough to cover the 33,000 pounds it will cost to excavate the lot. And so finally, I mean, fucking finally... So she started in 2004. Finally, on August 25th, 2012, the excavation begins. And they dig the first trench over the R. Mm -hmm. Uh, And after a few hours, they find a skeleton. The skeleton is male. It has a lot of sword injuries. It has a Mm -hmm. curvature of the spine that is pretty unique Mm -hmm. um, that Richard III also had. They bring it in for DNA testing, and those tests show with 99.9% probability, this is, in fact, the skeleton of Richard III. Wow. Holy cow. She has done it. It is so weird. (laughs) 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 So they they find the skeleton of Richard III under the parking lot, and... Uh, his bones show evidence of 11 injuries sustained at the time of death, at least mm-hmm. three of which would have been fatal. Mm-hmm. Did they describe any injuries due to an excavator, though? Like, is uh, that- <laughs> Lots of caving in of bones that don't normally cave. 
<laughs> Arms rendered in twain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the spirit of Richard III did seem to actually call out to uh, to Philippa Langley, and the area around the parking lot they uh, now know uh, was Bosworth Field, where that final battle occurred between mm. uh, between Tudor and and King Hen- and King Richard, and. Uh, as you can probably imagine, the whole thing is an extremely active haunting site. Hmm. So walking through the area, some people hear the sound of battle trumpets blasting at full volume. Um, some hear the sounds of entire armies of people marching when there are no people around. Um, my notes are not <laughs> making sense here. Skip that. Uh, some people feel the physical sensations of being pushed or grabbed while walking across the field. Hmm. And visitors to the battlefield have reported seeing hooded figures lurking around. And when they approach the hooded figures, they disappear into thin air. Wow. Hmm. Now, near the battlefield is a building called Donnington, Donnington Lahith Manor House. Boy, that's just a whole bunch of extra words right sure there. Sure is. Now, Richard III is said to have spent his last night in this house. It's a very old house. Right. And it was there back then. It's where they think he 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 slept last. And when some ghost hunters visited the house, they felt a strange presence and heard a man's voice. They turned on their recording equipment mm-hmm. and they asked, what is your name? The voice replied, Richard. <laughs> the ghost hunters then said, thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, you got a 50-50 shot of being right in that. Well, and so this I don't is... Really... <laughs> <laughs> ghost... I mean, Edward. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. If you go to the Ghost Hunters site, they are very clear that they are not necessarily saying it's King Richard. Right. Because they yeah. do admit it could just be a Richard, and that probably lots of Richards have stayed at the house in the last 400 years. <laughs> but it could be King Richard. Um, and as for the remains of Richard III, they were eventually reinterred at a tomb in Leicester Cathedral. And some people say his spirit can still be felt inside the cathedral. And one woman, Christine Hamlet, ironically enough, uh, visited the cathedral, <laughs> shook some photos of the whole space and the tomb, which is kind of uh, underground. And one of the photos, I'll just show you. I have a photo for you here. Sure. Let me see this convincing photo here. Really excited. This is a photo. What? Of Richard what? III's face in a concrete block. Um, I mean, so what we're looking at right now is uh, a photo of a concrete block. And then someone has kind of like made a, a voice balloon to zoom in on the concrete block. Uh-huh. And replace that voice balloon with a photo that is entirely different than the concrete block shown below. I don't think There's... I would necessarily say that. I think it's just... <laughs> I, I see no resemblance between the, the blown up bubble and Let's the... zoom in here. There's eye and eye and nose and mouth. It's there. You're, you're, I mean, you're looking at single digit pixels there. I don't really yeah. think that's going to... And that's there. I'm not going to move the needle much. Okay. So you're not... So you're not so, oh, so you're not buying this? Not not as much as, as you would think, no. <laughs> okay. Well, that's very little, so that's that's disappointing. 
Um, but anyway, that is clearly uh, King Richard's face coming through the block, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's irrefutable evidence. And uh, that show that's uh, and she felt a presence. She took a lot of photos when she developed them. She saw that face, and she knew for sure Richard the mm. Third is there haunting her uh, unto eternity. Wow. And uh, gosh, that's the story of of Richard the Third. And uh, that whole thing. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, that was a lot. There's a lot going on it's there. It's a lot of English um, history. Uh, yeah. And, you know, again, kind of kind of made my choice of uh, which side of the pond I want to live on here. So It does make a lot of sense. I know last yeah. week we made uh, a lot of uh, jokes about... Um, you know, England being terrible in the Witch mm-hmm. of Saratoga would rather go, uh, you know, <laughs> die in a revolutionary war than spend <laughs> one more second in England. And um, this reinforces that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, no regrets, no apologies necessary. And, um, you know, but we we do love our, our UK listeners. You guys are great. You guys put up a lot of shit. Yep. Just in general. You could come here if you wanted to. Do I have to stay there? Stopping you. Yep. Uh, and that is the story of Richard the Third and the the God. What is even the the Boz? <laughs> what is the, the battlefield? The parking lot ghost. The parking lot ghost. Yeah, the parking lot ghost. Yeah, it's a good name. Oh, Bosworth Battlefield. Parking lot ghost is better. Parking lot ghost is a little That's better. That's the story yeah. of King Richard III, the, bo- the parking lot ghost. Uh, and so the notes were taken by Jennifer Swanson this week. Thank you, Jen, so much. Um, next time, uh, I mean, less history is okay. Um, mm. But this was really great and so wild. <laughs> Thank you so much. English Jen. history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's my fault. I, I, did, I did point her in this direction because uh, thank you to our friend Andy Starbuck, Wink, whatever your name is. Um, uh, it was a great, it's a great tip, uh, a wild story. So thank you to you both, uh, but mostly to Jen for doing all this research. And uh, our audio editor is is Jeremy Montoya. Uh, Jen Swanson also does, of course, our video editing. And uh, Patrick does all the funny jokes. I um, just read someone else's notes mostly. So I really phoned it in this week. So <laughs> I love that. And if you love it too, please tell all your friends, tell all your family. We, uh, we're just going to keep doing this, I guess. Uh, I don't know, forever. So, yeah, I guess that means we'll see you next week on Is This a Ghost? <laughs> <laughs>